Back to Tesh Matters with Jeff Boggs. Phone lines are open. Reach out and touch Jeff at 367-1240. 33, almost 34 minutes after 10 o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee Time. My pleasure to welcome back to the show. Oroville Mayor Brad Clifton, how you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Good morning. Always a pleasure, uh, especially when I'm in Lauraville. Uh, always, uh, I'm, I'm there for a good reason, usually. <laughs> a good time or a, a good cause, that's for sure. And you got a good reason to be there this Thursday. Tell us about the uh, monument and you know, the unveiling of it, but uh, how it came to be. It's been, uh, oh, man, eight years in the making. Seems uh, like Really, it. actually a little bit over Altogether, 10, because uh, Mayor Al Broussard brought this idea to us at the time. He was the president of the New Acadia Project. And the New Acadia Project has, uh, is a fundraising group that uh, raises funds to pay for Dr. Mark Reese to come to Lorville and do uh, summertime uh, investigations, try to find the original encampment of the Acadians. And with that, we've always, we've always had the information that the Acadians... Uh, when they came in 1765, set their their encampment somewhere near Lorville. It's been, uh, you know, reported on for years since 1984. I think it, it came out in a book uh, or 85. But uh, so with that, there was the opportunity to apply for an Acadian Odyssey monument. There's 18 of them in the world. There's only one other one in the United States, and that one's in Homa. Uh, and kind of the way that one came to be was kind of a little iffy. A lot of people uh, really thought that the one in Lorville should be placed before the one in Homer. And so uh, because the the very first wave in 1765 came to Lorville. And so um, he brought that idea to us as a, as a board of aldermen who was all on board, uh, you know, the uh, untimely death that uh, happened for him uh, has been – Almost right about eight years, I believe, now. It was right around Easter, wasn't yeah, it? Good yeah, it was Friday. Good Friday. Yeah, that's what I would thought. And so, uh, you know, I knew that that would be my most important initiative to get done as mayor. I mean, it was something that it's, it's important not only to the village, but important to the families. And that's what Mayor Al always said. You know, he always wanted a place to go and pray with his ancestors. He could trace his lineage back to Beausoleil, Broussard, and... And those uh, those leaders of that uh, of that group. So uh, we've been working hard for it. COVID kind of stepped in the way, uh, but we did receive the monument in December, and so we placed it near the bayou. It's going to be at our uh, where our fire station sits now. We're building a new fire station, and uh, we have a plans to build a park around the monument, a little reflective park, and uh, you know just kind of make it a uh, a destination for tourists that uh, like to go and. Uh, see these monuments and and you know bring their family heritage with them whenever they go see the monuments. So, 121 Bridge Street, uh, but that's at the corner of Maine. That's no, that's at the fire station right by the bridge. Okay. Yep. Very good. Very good. Yep. So again, uh, that's Thursday at 10 a.m. Anything before or after uh, surrounding the uh, dedication? Well, we'll we'll have uh, speakers. Lieutenant Governor Nungess is going to join us. Uh, they were very instrumental in helping us get the monument here. Uh, the Council General of Canada, Ms. Susan Harper, who's uh, she's stationed in Dallas. Mm-hmm. She'll be joining us. Uh, Mr. Warren Perrin uh, will will speak. You know, when a, a lot of times I'm the one coming talk on the radio, or and I'm I'm not the historian of the group at all. Uh, but when you have people like Warren Perrin, uh, Shane Bernard, um, 
those guys, I mean, they, they you know, the, the history that they know. I mean, Warren Parents, who the crown mm-hmm. of England. Yeah. You know, and, and won. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, uh, and also Mr. Don Arsenal, you know, uh, Don and uh, Shane Bernard wrote the justification that we had to, uh, that we had to give for the application because you have to give all the information they investigated and, and go throughout about the history. So you feel pretty comfortable with guys like that right. being able to write the history. But uh, so Warren Perrin will uh, come up and give a, a, a talk and uh, he'll touch because we're going to work closely with the uh, new Acadia project to try to, uh, you know, highlight all the stuff that they've been doing. Uh, also, Mr. Martin Thaberge, who's the president of the Society Nationale Acadie, which is the parent organization uh, that hands out these monuments. Uh, that, that's a little, another little sub uh, organization called the uh, Commission de la the La Odyssey Acadienne, uh, and the president of that organization, Mr. Jean Godet, is going to come and also speak and uh, give the history of the monuments and kind of the, the information on the monument before the dedication. And then after we bless and dedicate the monument, uh, Father Buddy Bro will be doing that for us. Uh, we'll, we'll have a musical guest, the Lehe Babies. Uh, they're coming in for our Festival of the National. And so oh, they've cool. Been, uh, you know, we've been... Very fortunate to have them and come perform. So we'll have jambalaya, we'll have cracklings, we'll have bread pudding, cookies, cakes, music. Um, well, well, why do these things always get scheduled during my show? <laughs> ten, 10 o'clock seems to be the kickoff for a lot of these kind of the pretty, events. I'm pretty sure one of these microphones probably could travel. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. <laughs> problem is I need someone here to get me on the air over there. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I but, hear you. Uh, no, I, I, I would have looked forward to uh, being out there, though. Especially uh, if not for anything else but the crackling, <laughs> man. I know you guys can cook. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We, uh, I was able, I was lucky enough to be able to host the society, uh, Mr. Martin, and a few other ones from the Society National ID last year, and uh, had a little catered supper. Um, it was some uh, catfish coubillon and some bread pudding. And when I got on the phone call with him uh, last week, just to kind of go over the. The uh, schedule of events. The first thing they asked me was how much, how much, what we were eating, mm-hmm. and how much of it could they have because they <laughs> they wanted to come back for the catfish couvillon. So, uh, but yeah, it should be a good little time. You know, we are watching the weather. Uh, we do plan on having it if it rains. We're gonna go into the fire station. Uh, we have tents. We'll have tents, big tents set up. Uh, obviously, we want the sunshine so everybody can see the monument. But the monument is up, and uh, you know, it's it's we we were able to finish some decorations. Uh, it is still a working fire station, so we haven't, you know, really gone forward with a lot of the plans that we have. Um, I do also want to say, too, we'll have things for sale. Everything for sale that we have at the event uh, Thursday is going to go for the park. We'll have some shirts just to kind of, um, uh, you know, commemorate the event. Uh, we'll also have some uh, coffee mugs and things like that. But we also uh, were able to get uh, Mr. Jerome Weber commissioned a painting for us. And it's, it's a beautiful painting. So we'll have prints for sale uh, at the event, and uh, you, can, you can get one signed and, you know, numbered by Mr. Jerome. So nice. It'll be nice. a great little keepsake for everybody. No doubt. No doubt. Anything on uh, Thursday? Uh, and certainly if there's other things going on in town you want to talk about. Well, it's just uh, we've been working on this for so long that uh, I don't know if anything else is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Our fire station is uh, should be completed here in May, you know, uh, just about done. We're really excited to have that. It's been, uh, you know, just a, a long time coming. The original fire station building that we're going to use uh, as a, you know, as a little tourist depot 
was actually our little um I mean it was the it was the town hall, it was the fire station, it was the, there's an old jail that's still mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh we actually found finally found some records because uh, we we couldn't find anything on the building of the jail. And we actually were able to get some information uh from one of the residents who actually lives in Michigan now and she found a date of nineteen oh nine on the jail. So you know, it's still standing. Uh, we got some work to do on it, but it's still, I mean, uh, the, some of the bunks are still there. And, oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. So, uh, but no, so, you know, we got a few things going on. Baseball, like you said, uh, Saturday, tough loss for our, our softball team uh, this this past weekend uh, against Kaplan. But, uh, you know, just things like that keep moving on. Yeah, Friday, uh, 6 o'clock game, a doubleheader, possible doubleheader beginning at 11 on Saturday, uh, again, best of three against Gina. And I know Saturday uh, you got uh, one event going on, uh, St. Jude's Cajun Crew third annual Cornhole Tournament. Cornhole Tournament. Saturday. Yep, yep, Saturday afternoon. Uh, that should be a good time. That's always a good time. They did it last year. I think it was the first time they did it last year, and uh, it was a great time, great great turnout too. And it's always for a good cause, so uh, hopefully people can get out there. Yeah, again, uh, that's Saturday. Uh, again, uh there are other ways other than uh, competition. You can uh, do a 50-50 raffle and then uh, $10 ice chest fee. Uh, good all day and all night entertainment sideshow uh, Saturday night at 7 o'clock. A $10 entry fee for that uh, as well as uh, you can uh, bring in an ice chest as well for $10. And uh, Postalaya will be for sale on Saturday. So again, you can uh, find out more. On their Facebook page, uh, just check St. Jude's Cajun Crew Cornhole Tournament. Anything else uh, you want to offer up before it'll, we let you go? It'll be interesting to see how big the ice chest come in there for $10. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pack what you can. It's, it's, uh, amazingly, no ice. We didn't have room for the <laughs> we ice. We didn't have room for the ice. But, uh, yes, uh, indeed. So that's going to be a busy day Saturday in and around Lauraville High School yep. with the ball game going on yep. just down the street there. Yeah, well, it was the park and the, and yeah, the field right saying. across the street exactly. from each other. So, yeah, it'll be busy down there. All right. Always a pleasure, sir, unless there's anything else you want to add. That's it, man. Uh, you know, if you get a chance, come out Thursday. It'll be a historic day. Um, you know, the, the history of Lowerville and the Acadians, is, uh, it, it, it starts right there. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty historic day, not just for Lowerville, not five Barrier Parish, but fall of Acadiana to actually mark. Uh, where the Acadians were able to establish their homestead and kind of go from there. So it'll be a pretty historic day. I know St. Martinville is not far away, uh, and there's sometimes a little debate about where maybe the first Acadians settled. Well, it, it uh, you know, the, 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 the history that's been, been being looked at here recently fairly settles the debate. Uh, you know, St. Martinville was established. It was the parish seat. Of St. Martin Parish, which went, which encompassed New Iberia, Lowerville, sure. all the way up to Opelousas, all the way from the from the Gulf of Mexico to Opelousas at the time, and so you know they hold a lot of the records of the Acadians. But when they established in Lowerville from Lower, because they were working cattle for Mister Dotrieve, and so on the Tesh Ridge, it was high. His cattle work, his cattle grazed in the in the False Point area. And so he started granting land to them, and that's how they would have heard about the Tesh Ridge in New Orleans when they were when they were in New Orleans. And so they started moving here, and then from the Tesh from the uh, Foss Point area, they would have probably gone into parks and maybe Erath. But 
kind of the outskirts of towns, the outskirts of, of actual set-up you know, municipalities. Yeah. Um, and so from what I understand, it wasn't until maybe 15, 10, 15 years later that they started moving into St. Martinville. Um, you know, and, and, and the story of Evangeline is a great story. Um, you know, it really romanticizes the Acadians. But at the end of the day, they were throwing out their land. Mm-hmm. You know, they were thrown from their homes. They were they were persecuted. They were you know, and and, and pretty much given up to to die when they were sent to Louisiana. Because again, they were exiled from New Orleans, not just from Nova Scotia. But when they got to New Orleans, they told them to get out too. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it, it's uh, you know, Evangeline's a, a, a real romantic story. It's great to you know be able to spread, but it was written by a man from Boston. Uh, yeah. You know. Longfellow, right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. And but so, uh, you know, and you mentioned that, and that's one of the reasons the uh, monument is referred to as the Odyssey Monument exactly. because it was an Odyssey. Exactly, exactly. Very good, uh, Brad. Always a pleasure. Um, we'll look forward to the next time. Thank you very much and, for having me, man. And if I, I don't see you Thursday, hopefully I'll see you Friday. Probably so.